This is the Data Privacy Detective. Today, we're going to take a look at the GDPR, the European Union's method of regulating personal digital information. It's almost five years old as we record this in March of 2023. GDPR, that's the General Data Protection Regulation, it's binding law throughout the European Union became effective in May of 2018. And through the end of the year 2022, it's become embedded in how the European Union regulates personal digital information. And one must recognize that its influence extends far beyond the 450 million people who live in the European Union. Well, let's take a look at it. Every country within the EU has similar but not identical rules about digital personal information. The United Kingdom may have brexited the EU, but it retains GDPR's rules. So does Norway and Iceland and Liechtenstein. They're members of the European Economic Area. They're not members of the EU, but they're tied to EU regulation as members of the EEA. Well, let's consider fines. When it became effective, GDPR threatened enormous fines, up to 4% of uh, businesses' turnover for violations of its data privacy rules. And we have seen that in practice. By the end of 2022, according to privacyaffairs.com, there were 1,295 fines issued in a total of 2,341 million euros about two and a half billion US dollars. And the biggest targets of these fines have not been companies headquartered in Europe. They're based in the United States, Amazon and Meta, formerly Facebook. The largest fine was Luxembourg's $746 million fine of Amazon Europe. And that's followed closely by Ireland's fines of Meta or Facebook or hundreds of millions more for different incidents. The smallest fine, 28 euros by Hungary. That's a little more than the typical European uh, speeding violation. 281,000 data breach notifications have been issued by European regulators since May 2018. So we have to conclude that GDPR is entrenched and it's working through data protection authorities throughout all the nations of the European Union and beyond. Consider Norway. Uh, Norway is an EEA member, as we issued, but not part of the EU, but it's tied to GDPR by its EEA membership. Norway recently announced, for example, that it has joined European Union uh, DPAs in finding that Google Analytics violated GDPR concerning data transfers. Norway has its own personal data act, but that effectively incorporates GDPR. Or consider the UK. Brexit, yes, but the government's current revised draft of a data protection and digital information bill that was recently published does not depart from the EU's adequacy level uh, which is essential to ensure the continued free flow of uh, digital data between the UK and EU. In June 2021, uh, the, the EU announced that the UK had an adequate system of data regulation, 
because even with Brexit, the United Kingdom carried over GDPR into what was then called UK GDPR. And that really can throw a wrench into the United Kingdom's efforts to establish a free trade and commerce agreement with the United States, which is not considered by the European Union to have an adequate level of privacy protection. So we can see that the influence of uh, GDPR is far beyond the EU and that its extraterritorial reach continues for global companies. Let's look at a few recent doings in early 2023. The Irish Data Protection Authority issued its 2022 annual report. The DP Commission there reported that it's engaged in 17 large-scale investigations, that it has fined companies more than 1 billion euros, which is a significant percentage of total penalties throughout the EU. That's extraordinary for a population of 7 million people per capita effort. I bet Ireland's doing the best. Maybe Luxembourg's a close second in reducing its government deficit by fining global companies for data privacy violations. The Irish DPC processed 9,370 new cases from individuals in 2022 issued 5,828 breach notifications. So you can see how GDPR has embedded into a national practice, uh, Ireland's population being that of a number of the states of the United States, for example, uh, with with far-reaching involvement and and involvement with individuals and breach notifications and so on. Ireland claims in its 2022 report that it it postponed or reversed seven scheduled internet internet platform launches projects by companies by insisting that they comply first before launch with GDPR in the view of the Irish Data Privacy Commission. Now consider TikTok. Well, the United States is considering banning it or forcing the sale of it, at least the U.S. branch of TikTok owned ultimately by a a Chinese company, private Chinese company, or the U.S. otherwise restricting its use, you see something different in the EU. TikTok has announced plans there to host EU data on servers to be located in Ireland and Norway. It's promised that all data transfers outside the EU will be vetted by an independent third party. I'm sure what vetted means, we shall see. TikTok's promise there will be security gateways to enhance data access controls. And what's going on here is pretty obvious. Uh, The People's Republic of China, I'm sure, will not be receiving an adequacy ruling by the EU anytime soon. But a Chinese company like TikTok, private one, may be able to satisfy GDPR's exacting uh, privacy standards by effectively containing data within the EU and blocking its sharing with the PRC government. We'll see uh, how the PRC government reacts. We'll see if that works, and we'll see if 28 DPAs throughout the EU, or if the European courts will find that adequate and compliant. Meanwhile, the European Commission and the United States uh, are making a third effort to create a safe harbor for data transfers between the United States and the European Union. The first two were blocked by the courts of Europe. The U.S.-EU privacy framework that is now proposed uh, 
received a tepid response from the European Data Privacy Board on February 28, 2023, saying that the draft framework was welcome, applauding aspects of it, but expressing concerns and failing to endorse it as drafted. We'll see where that heads next. We see continuing struggle between the United States and Europe about whether the United States adequately protects personal digital information. The U.S., of course, has no overarching single federal code about a digital data privacy, and instead takes a sectoral approach. And uh, certainly uh, American politicians on both sides of the aisle are insistent that digital uh, data be uh, available to U.S. government surveillance for criminal and other purposes. And it's very doubtful whether anytime soon the U.S. would be given an adequacy ruling by the EU and whether individual U.S. companies will be able to exchange personal data with the European Union uh, freely. Instead, we most probably will see that organizations need to, in effect, comply with EU rules for the data of EU persons or risk the level of fines that we have seen in GDPR's first five years of operation. Finally, Europe has a draft data act that goes far beyond personal data. And recent actions of the DPAs are putting increasing emphasis on the same thing the Data Privacy Act will accomplish. And that's to bring life to what it means to be privacy by design or by default. There will be increasingly required of products and services that they contain digital data privacy protections. What's happening there is to move away from a focus on breaches and breach notifications and brief breach uh, fines to a system that demands data security of equipment and services through which personal information is collected, shared, sold, even hacked, and otherwise moved. Now, this is an evolution we've seen in many other spaces of our economy. Consider the seatbelt. Not long ago, it, it was not required, but it became required by law. And once required, it became omnipresent. It became easy to use in a vehicle for drivers and passengers both. And that, one might predict, is the likely course with digital products and services that they increasingly have built-in privacy protections and that they have built-in easy-to-way-use for individuals to make choices about whether companies can share or sell our personal information. This may be the arena where we are likely to see convergence between the GDPR model and those of light-touch countries. You see this in India's pending uh, law which is hesitant to impose current practices in the technology sector, which is evolving so quickly, or the U.S. lesser regulation approach to e-commerce, other than for very sensitive personal matters such as healthcare information and financial data. Well, in its first five years, the GDPR has proven that it's here to stay in the European Union and beyond that it intends to continue to be the set of rules by which global information companies must operate if they want to be global 
and involve the 450 million people of the European Union, and that GDPR will be influencing how other countries and other markets regulate and deal with our personal information. Having given this glimpse of GDPR in its first five years, I will close as I always do by reminding us all, protecting your personal data begins with you.